Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is the Darren Green Show. Welcome to the Darren Green Show. I'm your host, Darren Green. I'm Prince Derek Dahl. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and give us a rate review if you can. And it's always follow me at TDGS Media on Instagram and Twitter. Also subscribe to the website. That's TDGSmedia.com. All that information is in the description. How are you guys doing? You know, I, I want to talk to my listeners first, even though you don't really talk to me back. I just want to know how you guys are doing, you know? And also, how are you doing, Derek? I'm doing okay. I'm doing well. I can't really complain. Okay. How's work? Um, actually, um, I got a little um, perturbed because I had been, I've only been there a month, but I've been having issues like with my badge, like being able to get in the building and Mm -hmm. like um, clocking in with the system. So like that, my badge wasn't like, I guess it wasn't programmed for that particular location. And I kept telling people I kept telling my my managers because even before I started working, like they had my location in the system set somewhere else, um, but apparently they had fixed it. So I've been having so much trouble like trying to get my shifts and all the blah blah blah. I got an email saying that I was put on, um, then like an attendance warning or something like that. So I've just mm. been doing guitar all day, going back and forth with emails, phone calls to get it, you know, removed. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like. I've been working. I, I mean, I pick up shifts like today. Um, like yesterday, I was looking for a shift for today and they didn't have one posted. But right. uh, as soon as, as you decided that we were going to take today, two mm. shifts popped up. So I was like, damn, I could work. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully something will pop up tomorrow. Because I usually just yeah. go, I see something, I just pick it up and try to knock out my hours and oh my god i cannot stand a job that like it's always changing like the shift is always changing i need like this that you know what i'm saying like the first couple months of my job i worked nine to five i didn't have a problem with that nine to five from like what um monday through not monday tuesday through like uh saturday and then i was off sunday and monday obviously to do this show but like i guess HR changed or whatever, or the same people that's in HR is not doing it, so they kind of fucked up my schedule. They was having me come in at 6 a.m. Some had me come in, like, like last week I was working from, like, 12 to, to, to 8, or or, like, uh, 5 to 8 or whatever. I'm like, child, what is this? What What is this? What is this? Either put See, me in... <laughs> oh, go what? ahead. No, you go ahead. See, you thrive in, stro- in structure like that. Uh, for me, I prefer flexibility. Like I, I prefer deciding when I want to go to work. Like I okay. literally wake up in the morning and log in and say, "Hmm, there are like four shifts today. Do I feel like dealing with these people?" Um, and um, if it's a yes, I just pick a shift. If it's a no, I just be like, oh, "Okay, well, I'll do something, something else." Y'all if I'm busy, like I can I can schedule around it. Like it got so crazy. Like last week I did a shift from like seven to twelve. Mm-hmm. And then I did a four 
a.m. shift to nine the next. Like, I literally just took a nap in the break room and, like, went back on the floor to make my little, make my coin. So, correct me if I'm uh, mistaken, all right. So, let's say one week you want to just work two days. Mm-hmm. You can do that and they will not get mad at you. Yeah. I can work as, I can work um, as many hours as I want. The only requirement for my particular position is that I have to work at least three days out of the out of a calendar month. This just then, I quit my job. Anyway, no, because like, no, <laughs> because they still hiring. I, I can put you on. Look, it's child, not all the way up there, but um, yeah, there's definitely an Amazon and Robbinsville. Everywhere, huh? Amazon is everywhere. All yeah, of the, I, all the Amazons in Jersey are hiring right now. Oh yeah, all no, of- I applied, but I didn't. I because see what scared me What's was. Good? the schedule because first of all they say oh yeah to pick this i'm like pick this or that and then these hours was looking like the whole fucking day i'm like what is this (laughs) they do have the full-time hours that are like 10 hour shifts but Mm -hmm. it's best if you do flex because you can do flex and do 10 hour shifts if you want to like i can do two five hour shifts in a day Mm -hmm. if i like it and then like the next day i can take off and then they next day after that i can do you know five hours Mm -hmm. or double up I like the flexibility because there's so much other stuff going on. And with me being a creative, right. I, you know, life just happens, you know, especially like meetings and, you know, recordings for podcasts, stuff like that. So I, right. I have to be able to control, plug and play what, you know, what my day's going to look like. And I like uh-huh. that kind of control. It's, it's good practice for what my mm-hmm. life is going to be like, uh, you know. Now for your, uh, the, the queer millennials, the key, I mean, you guys are, in production right now you guys are releasing episodes that you already recorded right so season season two wrapped um actually i think season two wrapped right before we got on lockdown um and so right now we're just um releasing releasing the episodes releasing the seasons and you know giving them giving the episodes a chance to breathe Mm -hmm. and engaging our viewership and um you know we will probably probably meeting uh, at the table in a, in a couple of weeks to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, season three. We'll be talking about, uh, you know, some pickup papers and who knows? <laughs> it's, um, right. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, there right. may be some changes afoot, but whatever it is, um, whatever oh, wow. comes of it. Um, you know, we are excited about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're the work that we have done uh, for the, the first two seasons. Right. I can say that I'm proud of the work um, or what I've contributed, and I'm, I'm sure the other guys can agree that they're mm-hmm. proud of their work and us leading the conversation and pushing it forward. And every episode just keeps getting better. Um, so I'm excited to see what the future holds um, yeah. for, for that show and, and for the brand uh, in general. But yeah, right now we're just, you know, yeah. telling people. Because I noticed you guys have been promoting the recent episode. I guess the one was that one you were talking about. Uh, the the gay agenda. agenda. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh it's, my God, child. It's appropriate. It's Pride Month. You know what I mean, child. So. I should have been on that shit because you know I I struggled with that terminology. I think I was in a boys mentor group, and that's where it was kind of first. Um, address. This is back when I was in middle school, so I didn't even know what I wanted to be. 
But I looked at them like, what, what is this? Like this derived from, okay, these guys are sagging their pants and eventually they're going to, they're going to take off the pants altogether and put on a dress. And then there's the gay agenda. Like what? Like that's how it, de- that's where, that's where it derived from where that specific conversation, but it didn't turned into, oh, they're making all the, 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 the kid shows gay and stuff like that. And when you look at, I mean, come on, if people actually look at these kid shows, like the, the, the number that have openly gay characters in it, compare that to the cartoons that have straight relationships in it. Like, come on, let's be clear. There's still a well, you also have the bigger still, difference. Hetero, we still live in a heteronormative society where they yeah. believe that heterosexuality is the right way mm-hmm. and homosexuality or anything other than alternative from that is wrong. So it, right. they make it a moral issue and then they try to use the kids to say, well, we shouldn't be forcing this on our kids. And it's like, first of all, if you look at you know, cartoons or TV shows, mm-hmm. um, you know, over the last 50, 60 years, there have always been queer characters. They may not have been openly gay or you may not have seen them kissing yeah. other men, but there have been men in drag. There have been cartoons. Bugs Bunny was a drag queen, okay? Bugs was in drag all mm-hmm. the time. Honey, okay. <laughs> but My thing is this, and people are, are you know, with, with this whole SpongeBob thing, that SpongeBob, you know, they just, they brought out SpongeBob or whatever. And my thing is this, like, okay, this is not a potential episode where SpongeBob finds a man. This is something that was talked about on Twitter. So the average kid I know, my little baby cousin that watches SpongeBob, he's not going to know about this. Maybe when, unless his parents tell him. But the thing is, kids don't care about that stuff. And they don't and care. That's another thing. reason that they're, that it's important to, for them to have queer um, characters on, on kid shows um, isn't to, to convert them or, or mm-hmm. anything like that or try to the, – the agenda isn't um, – to make someone think or plant seeds, it's more so to, to give them more realistic view of the world they live in so that they can be uh, not tolerant, but be, you know, a little more human and, right. and less homophobic and less, um, less of a bigot than their, their yeah. parents or, you know, being less ignorant of the real world that there are people who don't, um, don't look like you, who mm-hmm. don't dress like you, who don't talk like you, who don't love the same way you do, don't have the same, um, aspirations uh, or mm. dreams as you do, and that's okay. Like that's what the inclusion and diversity is for. Like that's okay. And what I like to tell people is, especially when I'm dealing with black, straight black men who are so fucking annoying, Ooh, to to this 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 bullshit. It's like you know, and they talk about why we shouldn't be represented in the media and how it's gonna affect our kids and it's tearing our community blah, blah. the kids I as, as a crutch and i, I said my this... i said you sound like an angry white person when black people started showing up on tv hello karen it's karen's uh, the khalils that's what they call, I'll call them the, the khalil khalils. okay okay <laughs> now that's gonna be a new thing <laughs> the khalils the, the they're the black male karens the khalils okay and, um you know, it's just it 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 can be kind of draining trying to mm-hmm. to educate people who really have already who don't want to be educated. If you were just right. speaking ignorance, then you know that's fine. I will try to point you to the best resources. I got into it with a guy who was talking about um, the whole Black Lives Matter, and I think he posted a meme where it was a Scooby Doo meme, and it was labeled where the ghost was Black Lives Matter, and then. Fred lifted the hood and it had LGBTQ and was talking about how the movement's been hijacked. And I was like, first of all, when you look at civil rights, um, you know, there were, I was like, thank God for LGBTQ people of color Mm -hmm. who have always, you know, um, have always been, you know, 
have pushed other people, have pushed straight people into the forefront of these movements. You know, we are the organizers. We're the ones that maybe not have gotten as celebrated. There would not be LGBTQ movement if it were not for a black trans woman. There would not have been a civil rights movement as organized as it was had it not been um, for Bayard Rustin. You know, mm. who was a, a gay man who was behind, part of the engine behind Martin Luther King. So it's like, when I dropped that on him. He didn't know. I said, I need you to go Google. It's free. You know, go yeah. educate yourself. Go educate said, yourself. You're, 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 you're perpetuating um, the division that you say that we're causing. Mm-hmm. No, because me being black and queer and bi yeah. doesn't doesn't hinder me from marching for you or speaking up for you or putting my body and my life on the line for you as my brother because we're yeah. all black. we're part of the same family however you're the person deciding that my life doesn't matter and that right. i am the problem for you so do you know how that makes us feel we're the ones pushing for you you told me you want to talk about black lives matter black lives matter was was created by lesbians and gay black people okay you know what I mean? So let's be clear. Anyway, let's be just clear. try to educate them the best you can. Yeah, I mean, but as I, for the I, regular I, common folk I see on social media, like I took your advice from the last episode, you know, the toxic people that's on the shade room comments. I stopped looking at those comments. I don't care about those people. I don't care about the general public talking about this. I care about people that are influential and have a following because that becomes dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because now they can influence these millions of people that you know follow them because you know that's their fan that you know that's their fans or whatever. So, so that's the so type funny. of people. It's the it's the little it's the little boosies, okay. Oh. Or who else? Who else is uh, what? Who is it now? Who someone someone else says something? I don't know. Child, you know it's crazy. But I love entertainment news and entertainment media. But I don't. I think I said this to you before, like. Some of these people have been canceled for me a long time ago. I don't even I don't even know what they be talking about no more. Oh child. Now we got we we done stop we done started off with the cancel culture. This let me say something. These these last couple of podcast mm-hmm. episodes have just been dedicated to cancel culture because everybody's over. Everybody is mm-hmm. over. Everybody over. Everybody. <laughs> well who's who got canceled today? Didn't somebody get canceled today? Well Sean Dawson did. Okay. Oh, yes. now, oh that's uh, one of those vanilla people. No, what he did. Shane Dawson, he, excuse me. What he do? Um Child, what did he do? So, okay, so um, it's not what he did recently; it's what he did in the past. And Shane Dawson is this YouTuber that's been a long, that's been around since I would say maybe I was in middle school. I remember, I remember him. I never watched this stuff either. You know, mm-hmm. I watched my black YouTubers. Shout out to them. Shout out to Trey Melvin and all of them. Um, now, um, he did a lot of videos that was deemed racist. He was in blackface in multiple um, YouTube videos before in the past. He used the N word. He, he made a lot of is a lot of videos about him. You know, just just talking about um, pedophilia. And this is uh, this is a it's a lot. It's a it's a lot that that he has done recently. There was because he came out with another apology. He's been and he's been coming out with these apology videos. Um, I I would say now yearly. Um, he recently came out with an apology talking about um, just the things that he said because people go on Twitter, they look at old videos or they go on YouTube and clips and they see it. There was this video clip of him jacking <laughs> off or not actually jacking off, but like it was it was the gesture of him doing that to a um, 
Willow Smith poster, and it was like, um, it was back in the with my hair back and forth era, you know, she because that's when she used to be like a like she's still a star, but like that's when she was like real big and she had posters all over the place and says the end of the third. Yeah, he made that gesture at her poster, right? Yes, 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 yes. He no, he was that vulgar. Now, I don't remember that. I mean, like I said, I never really watched his stuff, I started. You know, I really started watching his stuff now, like when he does like because he does documentaries, he goes and talks to people and um, it's almost like a YouTube docu-series. Um, so that came out and I'll say a couple days later, the Smiths respond. Well, part of them, Jaden Smith um, was very vocal on Twitter and was shutting it down and was saying that just he was just in all like it was disrespectful, like you are not going to do this to my sister or whatever. Uh, J.D. Pickett Smith said something and that's basically when it went real mainstream because we got the Smith families actually like responding to this shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. now jumpstart to now his YouTube show as of now, all three of his channels you just told me have been uh, demonetized. Yeah, they've been demonetized from what I what I heard or saw of the incident. Yeah, just the influence of the Smiths. And I don't want to just blame that on them. You know what I'm saying? But like this never, this never happens. You get what I'm saying? This never happens. When Logan Paul, wherever he is, went, went to China to, you know, he, he did his whole YouTube show over there in China, just like just acting like a complete fool and trying to act Chinese and trying to act like into their culture and stuff like that. And then joked about some kind of uh, it was some kind of place where people killed themselves or whatever. He made jokes about it in, on his YouTube show. Never got demonetized. There's a lot of white YouTubers that say a lot of crazy stuff. You know, and do a lot of crazy things, and they do not get demonetized. So to see that this happened to Shane, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Okay, <laughs> YouTube, y'all, 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 y'all. <laughs> but that's great. You have to think about the the climate that we're in right now. These 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 corporations know that like black people are not playing anymore. Like we are not mm-hmm. sitting down on our laurels right now. And right, um, you know, it, it's best that you be for us because being against us is going to cost you. Ooh. Uh, okay. So. Whatever, whatever happened, you know, sorry to that man. Uh, sorry make better man. choices. Hopefully it's a lesson to uh, to others um, to just, you know, be more mm-hmm. conscious of what you're doing. You know, I look back at some of my old stuff and I went through my tweets this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I will say I was cracking the hell up. <laughs> now, when I run for Senate, you know, in, in 12 years, will those tweets still be available? Probably not. But... It was fun. Like, it's funny, but you look at, uh, I look at the growth and, and remember where I was during those times. And, you know, there was just know. certain lines that you did yeah. not cross. Yeah, that you cross and you just take yeah. those with because mm-hmm. you're young um, and you don't know any better. But as you grow, you know, you kind of, you should be able to, to express that growth and to kind of own it. Like, I feel like that's what, that's the problem that we're seeing with a lot of these people who are falling prey to cancel culture is that instead of really, really owning, uh, it, they kind of like they'll either placate like immediately, like oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's the way they don't lose their money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. You know, but actually, at the, like I told you, like at this time, this is what I thought. Like I thought, like this, this was funny to me. This mm-hmm. is what uh, was entertaining. And guess what? Y'all liked it then. Now you know we're in a different yeah, space. That's the problem. Right. We've grown. We've evolved. Society has changed, and so it is inappropriate. And for that, um, I will remove yeah. it from the ethos. But you know. We can't with this whole revisionist history thing where we're just deleting things, um, you know, ain't gonna work. 
So the demonetization, I'm all for. Take his money, make him take his money. That's he get him where it hurts. Punitive, uh, as opposed to them suing. And he has but, no other branding deals. Like, well, he had, well, he made a couple. Girl, I mean, it was a couple brand ambassador things there, but he has no. It's not like a Jeffrey Star where okay, you demonetize my YouTube bitch. I still got makeup. I still got this business. I still got that business. Like his career was solely based on YouTube. Is solely based on YouTube. Like I don't see him doing anything else, so it's like that's hitting home. Wow. Well, you know, YouTube YouTube land is all the buzz uh, today. I think that um, I saw something on Twitter about Tati just released another video. She's a beauty. um, Oh, Tati uh, Westbrook. Yeah, Tati Westbrook Mm -hmm. uh, claiming that Jeffrey Star, um, and I think some some other guy. basically manipulated her into creating that by sister video that came out earlier this year or last year. Do I need to go back into the vote to when I talked about this before? (laughs) With the James Charles, uh, right. With the James, the James Charles situation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, these white women, they starting to flip. This is crazy. Oh, really? So yeah, she said that, um, she released the video. She released the video today, apologizing for her role mm-hmm. in the feud with James Charles, saying um, that Jeffrey Star uh, and Sean Dawson manipulated mm. manipulated that that war between them. And I'm like, damn, this man just can't win today. His name is everywhere. He just all in all the mess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, you got to think twice about, like I said, uh, you know, and you never know what's going to offend people. Um, certain things that don't offend people now will offend people later. That's just the 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 case of it of it all. But like, you gotta really be careful, though. I mean, like, you know, just the just that gesture. I would never. I've never seen that video a day in my life. But when I seen that, I'm like, this was that. I mean, we really wasn't joking about this back in the day. Like, this wasn't a joke. I mean. Where where did this where did this where did this idea come from? They said it was some kind of game that they were playing, and it was like you know how you know how games get. Right. You get what I'm saying? Uh, especially if there's liquor involved into it. I just don't know. But I, to me, I'm not doing that on camera, child. And then you also have multiple accounts of you like talking about how oh, pedophilia is game, like right? a pedophilia pedophilia say, is more like a up. huh? Just talking about the game, they have to say like all kind of like crazy stuff or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those games, child. You know, child, the Caucasity. Um, I don't know, but like there was m- multiple accounts of him on you know, like podcasts and stuff like that, talking about how uh, pedophilia is like a like a um. What's that? Uh, what's that? Thing? No, not a mental illness, child. The opposite, child. It's a, a fetish. Like he was oh, fetishizing okay. it. Yes, and I'm like, what are okay. you doing? What are you doing? Like that does that. Mm. It's not looking right there. It's not looking right. And I get, you know, a joke is a joke or whatever, but when you keep on making that joke, there's got to be some truth behind it. That's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, well, Shane Dawson. Sorry to that, man. Yeah, to that, man. You're going to need some... You, you're going to need Ayama. Al- 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 okay. And this book. Huh? Barnes & Noble, I think they pulled this book offline on they Amazon. This book on, this book on, on my, I hit myself here. Say, he was he was still selling his shirts, his blackface shirts, like because when he used to dress up as a or dress up and reenact as a black woman, like a ghetto girl. Oh, it's him. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Him. Oh, he been getting dragged for months now. If that's the oh, case, get- <laughs> golly, man, child, he's been getting dragged, honey. You need to go to Ayanda. Don't go to Doctor Phil. Doctor Phil make you worse. But yes, honey, you need to go to you need to go to Ayanda. Fix your life, honey, because there's there's a lot that's going on. You got to figure out how you're gonna work now. I don't know. I, I feel like that demonetization thing. I mean. I've li- I've watched a lot of YouTubers that got demonetized. It usually is a lot of black YouTubers that get demonetized, and it and it comes back. Um, you just have to tool with them, you know, if you know what I mean. Mm. But I'm pretty sure it's not gonna like this whole demonetization. Now, if they would have did that to James Charles, I don't think his situation was that bad. I mean, he did lose a lot of he lost about a million follow uh, subscribers, but. This right here, this is different. Like we actually got on camera, on record clips of you saying fuck shit. So it's like really worse. So we'll see how this we'll see how this pans out. We'll see how this pans out. But I did bring up uh Trey Melvin. Uh, I, I shouted him out in the beginning of this topic. Um he survives a car crash and loses his best friend. I heard about this a couple weeks ago. I was really like concerned because I was like cuz I li- I watched his child me and my cousin used to watch his shows religiously. Now apparently it's like a it was a it was a hit and run. Like the like the car hit them. I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. It was, we it doing? was he also yeah. was just, um a brain injury and mm-hmm. his friend who he calls Kitty, I think her name is uh Katheria, mm-hmm. um, she passed. So Oh he's been on Twitter um, engaging and yeah, uh, posting platitudes and things like that. You know, I think his the first tweet was "I'm alive and I'm grateful." Um, as once once the news broke, but um, yeah, prayers to to Trey Melvin and Watermelon Andrea. You saying okay. Watermelon Andrea? <laughs> yeah, prayers to, prayers to him. Hopefully, he's he's having a speedy recovery. It seems like if he's back on Twitter, so he must you know somewhatly okay about this but losing your best friend that is that is a really big yes that's i couldn't i couldn't imagine my own best friend like child mm -mm. i would not be i wouldn't be on social media for a couple of months maybe a year okay Mm -mm. yeah so hopefully everything is good (sighs) so this is new this is this is hot on the press. This is hot. Okay, this is the first time we had something that 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 happened today, uh, or yeah, today, August Alcina. Ooh. Now, cha, 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 cha. 
child to promote his newest album. Mm-hmm. He got on an interview with Angela Yee. Shout out to Miss Barbara Walters, Angela Honey, Angela Yee was given the <laughs> she was given these damn it, I was like, okay, what, what, okay, the whole setup and everything. We we love it. We love it. We love it. We tired of seeing Charlemagne being pushed to do other things, child. Angelie, you got you got your own thing. All right. Um, just look, so just looking at his hair, like they don't got not Khalees. <laughs> <laughs> I see that on Twitter. I'm like, he got the sideshow Bob ombre. Oh, okay. All right then. All right, here. Here's the T. Here's the T. He mentioned that he had a relationship with, or he alluded to having a relationship with Jada Pickett Smith, and that Will Smith gave him his blessings or whatnot. Hmm. Now, this is not really a big surprise. We knew they were swingers. And I remember he mentioned in there as long as there's no love or romance, or there's no, yeah, if there's no like actual love, I think it's just like lust. They were like, they potentially were doing stuff. I don't know. I mean, are we so, really surprised, though? I mean, I want to start there. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we really surprised, though? Because, like, I felt, I feel like mm-hmm. he was around a lot. He was around a lot for the Red Table Talk. I'm like, what is going on? Who, August? Mm-hmm. What do you mean he was around a lot? Like, like he was, he was, he was on a couple shows, and I, and I get, you know, the first couple shows, yeah, you was talking about your thing your situations and stuff like that, but he was around them a lot. So I was just like, okay, so... He said that she was helping him on his spiritual journey. <laughs> yeah, on his spiritual... <laughs> yeah, spiritual journey, all right. I mean, Woo. when I seen this, because I seen this on... I was scrolling through the Instagram or whatever. I'm like, what? I had to... Oh, so we doing this. We doing this. A lot of people are, are criticizing him because it's like, why are you telling their business... I mean, obviously, we knew they were swingers, so like, you know, a lot of swingers don't like to air out, don't like their stuff aired out. Swingers. They're just, they have an open marriage. Mm. <laughs> oh, open. well, now they said they said they have a partnership. Now, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. Business. It's their fr- they're friends. They've raised their children and, you know, they've built their lives together and they're always going to be devoted to It is to a their... marriage. It's, it was, well, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop just... marriage, but I mean, they're part, but they, they understand that the, the labeling of husband and wife comes with its own like social norms and expectations. Mm-hmm. And they've spoken on, even on that, on Red Table Talk, spoken that they are, they get to define what their relationship is going to be and not anyone else. And if oh, they right. have come an agreement on what their relationship is going to be like, how it operates and what works best for them, then that is the epitome of having a successful functioning mm-hmm. marriage. Doing what works for the for both parties involved and as long and they're still committed and devoted uh to each other. Uh, so you know kudos to them. But for is it genuine love? That's what I want to know. Why would it I, is it genuine love? They've been together for over twenty years. What I mean, mean is it well, well, you know, because I, I feel like when you call it a partnership, I would never. Well, this is just me. You get what I'm saying? And I, I say that a lot on this show. Hey, it's the Darren Green show. Look, I if I call something a partnership, then it's not it, I'm, I'm stripping the emotion and love. And I, to me, you know, I would never call a marriage a partnership to me. I just wouldn't call it that because I feel like that's just something different. That's like your, your 
You're you're, you're managing a business together. That's what it sounds like. It's, it doesn't seem like y'all loving on each other. Y'all in love. Y'all y'all married. It's it's just different. I'm not used to it. Yeah. Now, that that's also mm-hmm. Go ahead. that's also your your socialized interpretation of what marriage means. You have you have a different emotional connection to that particular word. Mm-hmm. But a marriage is a union. It's a union and a partnership. And you're also American. So I, before you you know jump out into the real world and fall in love and decide that you want to give your life to somebody and get married, I I, I hate to break uh, or burst your bubble, but your marriage in America. Uh, when you file for your license, mm-hmm. it is a business. You are going into business with another person. You are creating a corporation together. That's what the filings are for. That's why you file together. You do your taxes because you're a business. Your marriage is a business in America. So as far as them loving each other and how they how they choose to express that, that ain't none of our business. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as they, they love each other, they respect each other, and they, they mm-hmm. love and take care of their children, then they're doing what they have been designed to do. Now, as far as them and their own personal pleasures, or if one or both of them are polyamorous or identify as polyamorous, and, you know, that's part of their need set to have, you know, either emotional or sexual relationships with more than one person at a time, that's their business. That's their business. Mm-hmm. As long and and whatever keep, if it keeps them together, if that's what they do and it works for them, then who who are me to judge? Mm-hmm. Uh, as Andrew Caldwell would say, who are we to judge? Okay, well you know, <laughs> some people like they they houses open. Some people like them closed. Child. Some people like them closed. Close some people got open marriages and don't even know it. Ooh, Thank well, you. see now that's where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> somebody left the gate open but mm, shout so, out to yeah. we're looking for this album the interview was crazy I think um, you can watch it on complex.com you can see the mm. whole thing. but yeah it kind of was right because they talked about a love, they, they talked about a lot of other stuff and we just right. worried about this dying of cancer and stuff like that but right. honest the most important thing was about that song Nunya because the video came out and I remember the text, um, there was a scene where like a text showed across the screen and it was from Corin. Uh, that's what they had the name, the name uh, in the phone. And Corin is actually Jada Pinkett Smith's like legal, um, her middle name. Like, that's her birth given middle name. Sure. So that's what Alon's like, wait a minute, not you got Jada's name in this video. And then he kept denying it. But I'm glad he finally cleared the air. I mean, we know. Mm. There was something going on there, child. Spiritual <laughs> journey, honey. Mm-hmm. He's seven and she's like 40, what, 48? Something like that. Like, how old is Jada? Child, definitely in her 40s. No offense. Man, like, she, she was wild. And I'm like, okay, cool, girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I like to see, child. I, I need to see Will. She's 49 this year. Since the attention's on uh, Jada Pickett, what's going on with Will? Um, so that's gonna be the next thing, child. Child, we don't know <laughs> what's going on. But I feel like the energy would change. I, I definitely feel like the energy would change with, with um, with Will, child. There's just something about it. Anyway, oh, because he's a man. Because <laughs> mm, he's a man. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Like, mm, he had to get that. Mm. Well, we'll see. We don't know until it happens, child, and it will probably happen, and we will be talking about it. As per usual, yes, we will. we'll be right here talking about it. Show we'll be right here on the Darren Green show. What's going on? Anyway, 
talking Beat about stuff we need to talk about. Speaking of podcasting, uh, be Simone. Oh gosh, this lady. She Did we just talk about break. her last show? Did we just talk about her on the last show? Well, honey, I talked about her because you wasn't on here, child. Where was you at, baby girl? Probably working. <laughs> right? If I'm not listen, if I'm not at work, I'm in my bed. If I'm mm-hmm. not, in my, I'm in someone else's. <laughs> purr, 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 purr. Anyway, okay. B Simone's thing use was uh, resurface podcast to B Simone using transphobic slurs. Let me tell you some social media react to this shit. Like I said, she did, she cannot catch a break. First, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. First of all, she referred to trans women as trannies, and also the LGBT community was referred, you know, the lettuce, bacon, tomato. She was trying to make a joke about that. Um, and we see this a lot when people talk talk us up and say that oh we're the alphabet community or we're this or this that and third. Um, yeah, so that happened. This is right after her whole situation with her copyright infringement, with her book. You know, I I just I, I don't I don't want, I, I don't understand I don't understand. I mean, but but see, this is this is in the past. This episode was in the past, so it's re- it's being resurfaced. So these are people that are actually going out and looking for stuff. So one thing bad happened, and it just became this whole trickle to this. You know, you know what I'm saying? And people don't really. That's why people y'all don't listen to podcasts. Y'all need to listen to my to my whole damn episode because that would make no sense. That just came out now. That would have been something if someone would have heard that. People ain't listen to podcasts enough. Y'all want to sit there now. Y'all want to be expect a gadget because she's on the on the hot seat. My thing with this, I I feel um, her referring to trans women as trannies. I think it's just a little bit of ignorance behind it because then she's followed it up with, "Oh, I got I got friends that are transgender or whatever." They don't do that. They don't. They're not the type that you know. They, they they're not the the crazy type because they were referring to Atlanta, right? Like they were talking about how Atlanta is this. You know, you never know what you're dealing with with Atlanta. You get what I'm saying? I, I mean, I listened to the clip. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the one that tagged you, child. I heard it, and I was just sitting there the whole time, just shaking my head, like, mm-hmm. "Man, she." I mean, if she really did have gay friends, they would have told her, "Like, girl, this ain't it." Ain't girl, it. I love how they say that. I love how they say, "Oh, I got gay friends. I'm not. I'm not homophobic. I, I got gay, gay friends. I got cousins. Like, wait a minute. Oh, I'm not racist. I got black friends. Oh, I got a. I got a black child. Don't that sound like that sounds so similar? Don't that sound similar to y'all? Like, come on." <laughs> Ah, that's a mess. Child, I can't. I can't with these straight folks. I can't. 
if y'all listening to this podcast, hey, I, I don't understand you guys. <laughs> like for Talk real. To fans and let them let them guide you on how uh-huh. to do types of conversations like without being offended. You know, another thing, I know we are living in this PC generation where, you know, there's a lot of infant emphasis on not offending people. Mm-hmm. I think that no matter what you do do because we're such a diverse society like you're gonna some you're gonna you're bound to say something that's gonna offend somebody somebody's gonna yeah. be thing you can't please everybody yeah and there are people in the lgbt community that that found nothing wrong with what she said because they agree they use that same terminology towards um our transgendered uh population as well mm-hmm. um just like there are, are are you know some straight people that agree with her or feel that way and there are some who are offended and you know you can't win you can't win over everybody. I just think mm. that it's very fortunate that, you know, that podcast had came out what, in 2018, what, mm-hmm. 19. So, I mean, that's not that long ago. Like, even then, that wasn't acceptable terminology. It wasn't, ex- yeah. And you know if somebody I mean? would, yeah, yeah. And you knew that it was triggering and uh, trans women were black trans women were being murdered then too and so it's like it's just it's just really insensitive is what mm-hmm. it is like it's just it was a moment of insensitivity and um you know we'll just have to wait and see but the 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 way that things are going this she's either gonna she's gonna either gonna sink or swim mm. because they're trying to bury this 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 lady and i wanted to see b simone be successful i liked her music she's you know funny i enjoyed her show um, coloring book child but (laughs) like girl that woman and have the nerve to do a webinar talking about copyright infringement okay so i guess i'm doing a webinar to say to talk about how you know what i did wrong and what not to do i mean girl have you learned Mm -hmm. i ain't i ain't watching no webinars for you excuse Like you learn something in three days. Well, okay. Well, maybe she is. This is like system. Trump saying, "I'm going to do a webinar talking about what not to do as a president." Actually, I think he would probably be the best person to teach us what not to do after this is over. <laughs> I would definitely want to hear from him all his mistakes. But he's not man. He's not the type of man that will own his mistakes. He'll just blame. He'll blame the rest of us mm. for his big failure. I just want him to get into like after he after he's done being the president, whenever that is, and I'm hoping that it's this year. But if whatever, whatever, let me knock on wood. I just hope he gets like a real interview with somebody really like checks him like, hey, you know, you really messed up. Like you really you you did that wrong. You know that, right? I want him like, to get an interview about Whoopi. Shit. Whoopi ain't going to Whoopi don't challenge people like she did back in the day. She don't challenge people no more. Well, you know what? No, she probably do. Must she talk shit about him? Let me stop. She had it. She had his son on that show and she was oh my god that was a recent episode too she had him on the rocks i was like oh my god what's gonna happen kick them off everything i'm like dang could we still be kicking off people on that damn show yeah that would be a good interview i i would i would i would watch it i would watch it too i, I would love to see it <laughs> but you know trump ain't going there you know trump is not going <laughs> trump said if he loses it if he loses what First of all, it was the election, like the election. Like Trump is just Trump will leave. I just feel like he'll leave. He's not gonna stay in America. First of all, he can't go back to New York because he's gonna get arrested. Mm, he already he already uh got a warrant out. They got a warrant out for his arrest over there in Iran. Iran, oh yeah, his international warrants. I'm like, so how that work? How that work? 
it don't work. But you gonna, gonna come to America? Well, if he goes to their country, he'll get arrested. It ain't gonna work. It's just it's. I mean, <clears throat> as far as international law goes, um, you know, our president is considered kind of sovereign as well, so he'll be fine. It's, it was it's propaganda, but just know that's what they think of him. He's a criminal. Ooh. Well, and um, so, that's all we need to all know. All I'll say is, well, I guess we shall wait and see. <laughs> um, what happens? Actually, well, this was later on in the show, but I want to go talk talk about it now since we actually brought, brought up. Um, we brought up forty five this past weekend. Um, there was this video of um, the people in Florida, these old white people in Florida in some subdivision protesting against each other. I think it was about like the mask mm-hmm. and stuff like that and the lockdown. And these old white people got on these golf carts, these Make America Great golf carts. Child. And we're protesting a little cul-de-sac, and one of them said, "Like white power." Like he yelled, "White power!" Back at one of the people. Trump just seeing uh, probably he only saw MAGA, twenty twenty. That's all he saw. <laughs> but he retweeted it on Twitter, and when he got called out on it about it about there being the white power thing, the statement from the White House said he didn't hear that. He didn't hear that in the video. But you know when you see the post, you see the video, but you don't actually like click on it. <laughs> right. I'm like, come on, now, this man, y'all keep y'all keep making this. I feel like the White House makes him look even more incompetent. Like I feel like they're just tired of trying to defend this man. Like you make there you needs make, to be a conversation. Like right. get off your phone. Like now, while he sleep, change the pad, put a, a lock code on it or something. Okay, I mean, baby proof it. Right. I really just think Twitter just needs to go ahead and just block him. Just, just. Take him off. Right. It's not safe. It's an, it's a national... yeah. Just take him off. Take him off. Cause you he. Mm. But anyway, yeah, he retweeted it. Then later said he didn't hear that, but the white supremacists heard it. And I mean, would, that's not. Would... You didn't even have to watch the whole video, like the the end of the video, to hear that. That was like midway the when they said white power. Literally so... within the first second. Literally. Um, but I yeah, think, he he need a sanity check because child he's losing his sanity, and we Is all he, know child once you lose your sanity like, you don't he, care that racism come out, huh? I said, does he need one or do we need one? <laughs> I, I would like hope he. Christ, English Bible is Christ. I'm done with you. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. Crazy. Yeah, so, so Trump, it's yeah. Especially, it's been a great weekend for Megan Thee Stallion, though. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She released her Girls in the Hood, which was a sample from Boys in the Hood with uh, Easy e mm-hmm. It was an interesting song. I mean, did you like it? I, it was it was here and there. I didn't like the I didn't like the original song. I mean, don't don't shoot me, guys, any NWA fans. But uh, it was a nice. I mean, it was cute. I like I like seeing her. Yeah, songs. I mean. To be honest, if I was gonna be completely honest, and I love Meg the Stallion. I mean, right now I'm I'm still like my brain is is bopping to tap 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 in the way she flipped that um that too short and E40 song. But um and that's Saweetie. But um yeah, I, I enjoy the song. Mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed the song, um the song more when I saw her perform uh, at mm. the BET this weekend, but uh, cause she gave a nod to Tupac, uh right. His, 
a California love video as well as Mad Max. So, you know, but when it comes to those, to these songs, I mean, we knew there was going to be some type of controversy. Yeah. It didn't take long. Oh, of so course, of course. Daughter had yeah. an issue with, right? The daughter had an issue with the fact that she's not able to. There was a couple of do- here's a couple of daughters that said that they didn't like how um, Meg Thee Stallion, you know, just took the song and just like you know they don't like these samples, whatever that's here or there. But the rapper, remarkably, which is a daughter of the rapper Easy E, came out and said that you know, hey, I'm you know, it's good, whatever that people are making. I'm paraphrasing. It's good or whatever that people are making these samples, but it's not fair that I can't get this same opportunity. I've been trying to sample my father's music for the longest and she hasn't, I mean, it hasn't worked out. Now, I think that as a moral, uh, you know, me giving my little moral opinion on that, I do feel that, that, you know, it's definitely warranted. I mean, this is the damn child. This is the offspring of this rapper. But when you're looking at the politics of this uh, music industry, yeah, if you ain't got the bucks, you ain't you can't get the sample. I mean, it costs. That was a big song. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. You know, yeah. So yeah. I mean, that's a hard. It's a hard truth to, mm-hmm. or a hard, you know, hard pill to swallow. But you know, there's a lot of red tape when it comes to to uh, the music industry, and you know, when you sign those papers, you become an asset to these corporations. Mm-hmm. And, Even after you know, you die. unless, and apparently, I mean, unless he's he didn't have time to, to negotiate things away or or set them aside mm-hmm. before he died but he didn't own his masters so whoever owns the masters um you know makes the decisions and they want to make their money off that you know so i think it was smart for them to give it to meg she did what she needed to do it's a nice song yeah. it's not you know it's not hot girl summer or anything but it's, it's, a, a, decent good song. Little, it's a good little thing to keep me you know yeah, cause I cause I need a couple bombs. This is it's very dry right now. Um, <laughs> like we thought the pop was the pop era was gonna come back. You know, Gaga came out with her album. I mean, I loved it. We never we never really did talk about that, but um, Chromatica. yeah, Chromatica. Yeah, I don't really really white, about. really really gay. Yeah, I see it in like I said, I see it in clubs. I, most of them, I can hear them. Let me say something. I hear when when the shit does open. <laughs> but I'm like in what club? All right, all right. But I'm just, no. I'm saying I can I can see it being played in the club. Um, but I don't know. I, like I feel like because 
with me with with new music and stuff like that, like I say, the first couple of weeks I'm like, oh my god, I love it. It's all a bop. It's a bop. And then when you actually like listen to it throughout like like a month or two, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a heavy skip. I got to delete this now. And there's only like a couple songs. <laughs> Like, skip, like, girl, you could have just gave us an EP. We didn't even need all these fillers. Okay, the problem with Gaga, though, I think that her stuff is too, and this is the problem she had with Art Pop. It's too themed to the point where the songs sound like we're listening to the same song. Mm. And I get you try to do like the whole, like this 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 album was broken up in like three sections, like Chromatical One, Two, and Three. And it, and like the songs in between those um, interludes, they would connect. So you have to like listen to it. Like I, every time I listen to Alice, I have to listen to Chromatica one. Every time I listen to Chromatica two, I have to listen to nine one one after it because it all works together. And I get that. I love that. That would have been good. Trying to make y'all listen to the whole album. Yeah. If this was, if this was a visual album, like Beyonce, who? Let me stop. No, let me stop. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, if this is a visual album that would be really that would be a lot better, but it's not. So it's like it feels like I'm listening to the same song. You have to ch- you have to change the way it sounds. Like when you when I'm looking at what's 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 one of her oldest albums? It's the one with telephone and all that. Fame? Yes, fame. Oh, yeah, fame. Well, I think fame monster. That was that was telephone. That's the one hold on, let me see. Let me go on Apple Music now. Yeah, because I need to get my facts straight. That was definitely no, no, it wasn't one. That was with paparazzi and all that. Oh, Gaga has um, a lot of albums. Right. Oh well, no, the Fame Monster. I mean, that's the one that had. That's the one that had. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, like I said, it was it's it's different music. It, it was it when she had Alejandro, Bad Romance, Telephone. You know what I'm saying? Love Game. Those all were different. Um, when we got into art pop, and I loved art pop, but I didn't like everything on art pop. It was just a little bit too themed. Chromatical was a little bit too th- themed, and then you would think Chromatical would be like this. You know, this song will be this. This song will be that. This will be all over the galaxy. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like I'm here. I'm just on Chromatica, the planet Chromatica, and that's just it. I don't know. Maybe we need more videos. Because sometimes, you know, sometimes when the video comes out, we start appreciating the song. Yeah, that's the only way I've been able to get through Beyonce for the past five years. Oh, whoa. What we're not going to do is that. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I appreciate her talent, and her gift, but I think that she, but she gets it. Like, she understands that the visuals support, mm. you know, music when it doesn't, it may not hit like it, like it, like it should. And I think um, for is really mm-hmm. what kind of confirmed that. Like she's been trying to, she was trying to get like to a visual album st- mm-hmm. um, standpoint since she did B Day. You know, and she had then what two weeks she had did all those videos for B Day, right? Um, and it wasn't as cohesive. There was no theme. It was just a series of video for every song. Mm-hmm. And then as we moved into f- to to four where we got to hear her growl a little more and got to see her more, a little more vulnerable and, and, and yeah. bend and play with her music. Like the, vi- the visuals got better and they were more stunning, but it still wasn't as cohesive until we got to Beyonce and mm-hmm. she gave us a visual album where it was, you know, stunning visuals. And then Lemonade just came and just blew it all away because of 
she was able to tie all the things together. So I mean, I have issues that was, with Beyonce that now. Of, that's just part of her, huh? Yeah. That's now, just so part I of have... her artistry. Yeah. Um, but like I said, that's how I've been able to to, to take in all take in all of the music because mm-hmm. I remember the visuals, I remember the videos, and I, when I hear one song, I'm thinking I'm, it's already leading me in my brain to the next video, which means to remember the songs because I feel like without her doing that, a lot of the songs that she has will not be as as memorable. Um, yeah. Without videos, so my issue. it be like that sometimes? Yeah. Speaking of it, oh, now I had to bring this topic back to to visuals. Did you catch Meg the Stallion's performance at the BET Awards? Yes, I watched it. I watched. Yeah, I watched that one. It was it was very Mad Max. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you like. Yeah, I mean, I, like, it's not that I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. I'm so I'm such a junkie for like the traditional award shows that this whole broadcast thing, like I'm like, uh, like it look like I'm watching a music video. Cause like, come on now, y'all really y'all really sound like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like especially the people that were singing and stuff like that. Like I love like even even if you're not like a strong singer, I love the realness of it. It just seemed like a bunch of music videos that was just put together, and then we have we have Amanda Seals, which I loved her as a host. She would have been a great host if it was a traditional um, award show. It just it didn't feel real. It wasn't live. I didn't feel it. Like I used to get excited. Like I get, and, and then no, there was no red carpet, obviously for obvious reasons. But I don't know. I miss all that. Maybe it's just because of Corona. That's 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 my only thing. But it just I don't know. It just looked like a music video to me. You didn't feel like that with you though. I enjoyed it. It reminded me of, like Cedar's World. I felt like I was watching mm-hmm. TV, like watching a I don't know a broken up movie. Or like I don't know. What, I don't know. It was different, but it was funny. Yeah. It was engaging. Um. I anyway. Anyway, I liked her performance. Congratulations mm-hmm. to Meg The Stallion on winning Best Female Hip Hop Artist. Yes. And Thank Hot Girl Summer won Viewer's Choice. So that's another another award that Nikki's won from BET, even though she wasn't you know, present. Um, <laughs> you know BET ain't gonna give her award no more, child. She did. She done called them out after that whole... Uh, they did that. That, that was mm. their fault. Um, also, Jennifer Hudson, did you see her perform? Yes, I did. I was like, okay. Okay. Yes. Jennifer- I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah, and then they, yes, and then they promoted the movie afterwards. I'm like, finally, we're getting a trailer. Uh, I'm so watching this. I, look, I, there's a couple of songs I want them to sing on that because I because look, I have a couple of songs that I listen to from um, Aretha Franklin. It's 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 really it's giving it's giving. I can't wait. But I don't know. You seen uh, Chloe X Haley? You seen their performance? Oh yeah, Haley. Haley. Yeah. I love I love watching people perform now. Their um the live performances are, are very energizing. They remind mm-hmm. me of what Beyonce and Kelly could have been. Ooh. And it's just fun to watch. Yeah, I mean we talked about this before we recorded. I I, I definitely had trouble getting like like getting the whole hype but with them, but actually when I started listening to like their recent music videos, it was it's actually is it is good. I'm like that with everybody. I don't like you, and then I start liking you, <laughs> child. I'm like, what is this? What is this? Who who this? Because I remember um, when what's the name Tanashi's album came out. I'm like, girl, there ain't nothing. I listened to that album. I was like, damn, this was an actual good album. Look, 
listen to albums. You you'll be you'll be enlightened. So I'm nice. gonna do that with them because you, you treat yourself. <laughs> on God, I've been playing on Godly Hour every day, mm-hmm. and I actually have a surprise coming soon. Oh, um, right. Um, but yeah, like they had a really good solid album, and mm-hmm. you know they are the saviors of R and B pop right now. So. Congratulations to those girls. Keep keep doing what you're doing. We love to see it. Okay, well, Sis is about to tell them thank you for your services. Who, <laughs> what now? Sis is about to tell them thank you for your services. I guess we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll like we'll believe it when we when we see it. Oh, okay. We'll believe it. I mean, I know. I mean, people are excited for Sis, but I mean, mm-hmm. we'll believe it when we see it. Now we believe it when we see it. Okay. <laughs> Who, what else was happening at the BET, BET Awards? I know we talked about um, Amanda Seals. Um, the baby, his performance was was good. Um, I didn't see that. What was I doing? He was he did his uh, rock star um, song. Oh no! Yeah, and I think in the beginning of the scene, it showed him being like neat, like he was he had his knee, like there was this officer character having his mm-hmm. knee on him as he was rapping. Um, I don't know because this was a weird exchange I have with my parents because they, I guess they didn't get the whole art behind it because mm-hmm. they took it as like, oh my god, that's too soon. They shouldn't did that. Right. I'm like, oh uh, well, this is kind of like expression, relevant. And, and, yeah, relevant. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's 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 his version of art. I mean, he didn't get no backlash for it, so apparently he did that's something. Black. Huh. We black, we get to tell this story. <laughs> we get to. Oh, be child, black people still get this. Uh, black people still get canceled, honey. Look at Terry Crews. Maybe. Well, we have been good without him for like the past year and a half. The fact yes. that people still use Terry Crews is just weird to me. Because he keep on talking, like Y'all literally. Uh, well, I ain't heard nothing he said. No, you ain't heard nothing. He's Terry Crews, Terry Crews, Terry Crews. I'm like, I have no idea what he said because I, I, he has, he is on an island by himself now. This is what happens when you are not doing movies because you are stuck at home. You get on Twitter talking about things that you have no idea about. Uh, He said something in a tweet recently talking about some, oh, well, uh, we need to, we need to make sure Black Lives Matter don't turn into, um, black lives are better or something or whatever. I'm paraphrasing, but oh, something yeah. around that. I'm like, girl, what what are you doing? I saw. I think I heard something about that about him about Black Lives Mattering not becoming about creating inferiority for white people. I'm like, first of all, who gives a shit? Like, they the reason that racism exists, right? If it does, and right, it's because there's already an inferiority complex that they deal with. The reason they have mm. to be dominant and and to overtake. Um, blackness is because they look at us as if we are beasts or as if we are, you know, savages and they're afraid of us. Mm. Like that's where racism, they're afraid of us. So this whole having to pander to that, we don't want them to be afraid. No, at this point, fuck it. Because some of them aren't scared. Or if they are scared, they, they're killing us. Their mm-hmm. fear is killing us. And we don't have we don't have the luxury to be concerned about coddling their emotions and, and trying to play nice to be do- that's not what this is about anymore so that's why I don't use Terry Crews I ain't heard nothing else he said since that happened so mm-hmm. 
Y'all just leave that man where he had already. And like I said, we have to stop. Well, I didn't say this. Someone actually said this to me. We have to stop looking to our public, not public figures, but celebrities for any type of guidance or any type of wokeness. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't really, like, they, a lot of them are aware of what's going on in their allies. So, like, we got people that are, like, famous activists and stuff like that. But then, for the most part, these actors, these rappers, at the end of the day, they, they over here trying to sell stuff. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's music, what this or that, trying to get roles, whatever. It's, you know, you have to look to your public figures. Not public, not public figures, but like people that are, that, that say that they're activists. People that are actual activists. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Chad, just let them be. Less you talk, like, I, like you said, less you talk about him, the less you'll hear about him because he won't be a trend no more. A lot, a lot of these people, they be just doing anything for clout. <laughs> And that goes to our next topic, I guess. We have to talk about Cardi B because she's definitely been talked about, child. It's been a minute since I talked about old girl. <laughs> I'll let you look. I'm going to let you talk. You're going to let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, she was rumored to have a Finsta account that talked crap about Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, and yours truly, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Um... How'd that well, go? How'd that work out? Well, for she her? debunked it. She was like, "Look, I ain't look. I ain't got no damn. I ain't got no damn fence to. No, she don't. <laughs> I don't even know where that shit came from. I mean, they said this is some kind of page that she's rumored to have, but I'm like, mm, not really sure about that. That's why I didn't really run that story because I'm like, mm, there's no, there's not, there's not much teeth to that. But I don't know. Shit, you wouldn't be surprised, child. Them that she done called out people for having mean paid uh, fences about her and stuff like that. She sat there and said Kyle had a uh, that's that that so Beyonce page. He was a part of that mm. or whatever, and he ended up not being a part of that shit. So, shit, maybe she got mad. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's this rapper or yeah, rapper that um, also you know makes makes rhymes and stuff like that, and also rights for rappers as well Dila West that has been coming after Cardi for um copying her her lyrics on certain songs mm-hmm. and the song in particular Clout This girl been going off on TikTok she made multiple TikTok videos about it my thing is my thing with this I'm like okay yeah girl we see that you're doing all this and you you're pulling up all these receipts and all these screenshots and all that and it's all on your TikTok. Why you on TikTok? You need to be talking to your lawyer cuz if that's a real situation, we need to figure that out. But Cardi didn't take too long to respond and Cardi actually brought some receipts. I'm not going to lie. She brought up the uh is a video of the Pro Tools multi-track. And as as you know, people that are on people that use um Pro Tools, they give you the dates, they give you the time, everything. And it doesn't correlate with the Dilo West's theory that, you know, hey, I made this at this time. Well, the song says otherwise. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. I mean- I mean, I don't know, child. All I know is Cardi didn't write that anyway. Whether it was made exactly. by I'm her. Okay, <laughs> <What>? well. <laughs> guess we just sit and wait for the next. Girl, when is this single? Just give us the single. That's yeah, all. Right. You doing all this talking. Where this single at? Where's the single? Wait. Not you trying to wait till after the pandemic. Because, honey, when people been, people been putting down music. People are winning right now. <laughs> you would think she probably tried to do it when, when Struggles came out. 
Shoot, because that's what her team loved. Her team loved doing that, y'all. Atlanta, like, oh, Nikki coming out with something? Okay, make sure Cardi comes out with something um, in the day after. Yeah, not the day of. Yeah. Um, um, I think we've, I think <laughs> there's a cultural reset that's happening, and uh-huh. that there may be a, uh, I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. I mean, yeah, there are other ra- there are other female rappers that are, yeah. that are like they are better lyricists. They are talented. They actually write their music. Mm-hmm. They, um, you know, one of them being Cupcake, who's been rapping oh. um, eight years, and um, she released a single like what three three or four days ago uh, called Discounts. And after launching a Twitter campaign that included sending money via Cash App to followers who posted "Get Cupcakes Number One." And to get it trending, um, her song ended up going number one mm. on the charts, and it um, it it actually debuted at number one on the U.S. Uh, iTunes chart, and that you know makes her and Nicki Minaj the only female rappers to do so. Um, so on the, on, the all, on the all genres chart. So you know it just goes to show that you know the people, and and she even thanks the Barb's because. Listen, I tell you, when I say Nicki Minaj is the pink print, like if Nicki does it, bitch is gonna cut. Like the smart ones are, are gonna go follow suit. Like, have you noticed mm-hmm. how all these bitches in pink now? Have you noticed how the pink wave that's been happening with female rap just and this that, year alone? Yep, and they want a feature and they want all that. Have you seen it? That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like the like the <laughs> it's happening. That whole hate train thing it is backfiring because. It's only got the barbs recharged and mm-hmm. they are supporting the girls. And I just that's why I'm just like, where's this single? Because I want to see how this is going to how this is going to work. How how is this going to go? How is this going to go? Look, out- music, music is very like I said, Cardi was definitely a freak accident. I do believe that. And I feel like this since it's going to be there's so much hype behind her coming out with another like the single that it might not do as it as her previous music like she blew up real fast real real fast well it was all it was all smoke and mirrors it's it was all it was the show you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was a time where there was a goal in the industry and it was a concerted effort and they tried to they put everything they had into to creating this illusion. And now it's just about them being able to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see if they can do it again. <laughs> oh, but Atlanta got Atlanta got Doja, so they're like, you know what, we we kind of good with the barbs anyway. Well, she's right. She does distribution <laughs> for now, you know, she's distribution mm-hmm. with them. We'll see how this goes. I'm excited either way. Yeah. I just know it better be a bop. Like, please don't give me nothing. Like, if it's anything like that little yikes remix thing that I heard them teasing on Twitter, like, she can keep it. We don't need it. Nah, yikes remix. Sounds mm-hmm. like yikes to me. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, that's only that's that's all that's going to entertainment world today. Yeah, that, that I, is. You know. Oh. Now Did we don't got a- the child. Yes, we haven't had a dog talk in a minute though. And I know we were gonna we were gonna talk about we were talking about something. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about our dating lives and about communication. And um, I think I had mentioned like 
I've I've grown into this space where I'm all about like reciprocity. Like I I just feel like I can't give you too much if I'm not getting mm. what I return. <clears throat> what I need in return. Yeah, and, you know, I was talking about that matched energy. Right. Only and playing people too close. Mm. I think you were telling me that, you know, even in your friendships, like um, you you attach to them and you get you're very very connected to them, and so if they don't you don't hear from them for a couple of days. It makes you feel some type of way, mm-hmm. and I can kind of relate to that when I'm, when I'm emotionally invested in a person. And my thing is like, don't get me used to to something that you can't keep up. Like, don't you know? Don't get me used to a vibe that you can't maintain. Maintain. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you know, one of the things I've learned over the years is just. First of all, don't have any expectations of any person. Um, right. Just set up for failure. I have this. I have this person. issue every time where I meet this person and then my brain just thinks ahead. Mm-hmm. Like it just thinks to the future. I'm like, oh my God, we're going to be this. We're going to be that. We're going to do that. And it don't, even do, it don't even go nowhere at all. I'm like, damn. You literally have to talk yourself out of that. Like, mm-hmm. and I take, like it took me, it takes me a long time because in my brain, I'm, I'm also future, future focused because I don't like wasting my time. So it's like, okay, well, yeah. if I'm to somebody, then this needs to be leading here. This is where I would like this to lead. And then if I don't feel that it's going... You know, for centuries, the ultra-wealthy have been putting their money where their mouths are by investing in fine wine. And now, with Vint, you can do that too. At Vint, we offer SEC-qualified investment opportunities of fine wine and spirits curated by our experts with portfolio managers. With Vint, you can invest and diversify into the most sought-after assets that have a history of price appreciation. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org in that direction sometimes i'm a little impatient and i'll just pull mm-hmm. the stops what i've learned now is to kind of just remove the expectation from the beginning in the first place and just kind of feel things out yeah let things you know grow organically on both ends and not try to be so in control of where our relationship is going versus where it where it organically is yeah um, where it organically is growing into like even with people i'm in, i'm involved with now i think i've talked about about on the show that I was talking to this person who I haven't heard from them, like I haven't had texts or like phone call in like maybe a week or two weeks now. You know, they'll like some on social media or, you know, like or like a story or something. But mm-hmm. my thing is we used to communicate every day and we went to nothing. So um, instead of me and my brain saying, you know, being upset or what I thought we were or where I thought mm. we were going. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe this is just the part where either one of us or both of us lose interest and we just move on and do something else. And it's just, there's no yeah. there's no animosity, there's no hurt feelings. It's just like, oh, well, it was fun. And, you know, just... It was fun while it lasted, yeah. Right, right. So, you know, and it, it takes a lot of I, know, I can't keep doing it. I'm I, I, for me. Yeah. I, I, You're young. You got nothing but time. 
Child, you know, I, I, do a, I do a Kenya Moore. I'm like, look, let me tell you something. <laughs> I want to get married. I want to have a baby. And it needs to happen this year. It needs to happen this year. Okay. You no, know, because my thing is, look, I, I feel that. because Just person, like Kenya. Well, I ain't going to be just like Kenya. But me and the person that I'm talking to, we've been talking for at least a month. And now it's getting, it's, it's scary now. Because it's like, okay, we've been talking for this long like, I feel like if anything, if we were to stop talking, like, we're at the time where I'm like, you don't call me enough. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, I am I am that crazy, and I need to work on that. I understand that. But I don't know. I feel like if I'm the type that's just like, yo, like, this, I have issues with this type of thing. And I feel that if it doesn't work, I don't have time or I don't feel like doing this again with someone else. Like, even though it was only four months. Like four months is nothing compared to people that's been uh, in this. Uh, you don't feel like doing it, but it's I don't like, feel like doing it again. Like if this doesn't work out, I don't feel like doing this again with somebody else. Like meeting them again and meeting another person again and doing this and building trust and and finding out about. So like I I just want I don't know I'm I'm real quick with it. I need this. work the first time. So first of all, you need to go ahead and break that Disney complex because that's not how it works. Um, that's not how any of this works. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, how do you get good at something? I mean, experience, experience and practicing. Right. Mm-hmm. So relationships, you should look at it as though because um, like, listen, there are eight billion people in the world. You have so many different people to practice building relationships with. Mm-hmm. So even though they're like you may find someone that you think is great and good for you and stuff like that. And if you want to work out and blah, blah, blah. You may see forever in their eyes and all that good stuff like take it as a learning experience. Like this is a time for me to learn more about myself and, and I have the opportunity to learn someone else. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, if you go into it that way, like I say, removing the expectations, like the net, once, when it's over, you won't feel like you, you burn out. Cause what happens is the reason you feel that way is because you invest so much emotionally into this one person or into the idea or the fantasy of what it's going to be that when that, that doesn't happen, you literally have an emotional break. It's like, okay, well, I just invested all this shit, and now it feels like a complete waste because I can't reconcile it with what I wanted. Mm. I can't. All the energy I put into this person or into this experience with this person, in my mind, I expected this result, and I'm not going to get it. And it's going to be it's frustrating, and it's tiring, it's disappointing. Um, but if you just take it as an ex, as an organic experience, like, okay, well, this is what I got from this. And that's great because now I know I'm better equipped for mm-hmm. the next time. Like, oh, we didn't okay. work out great. What I learned from this person. So the next time I meet somebody that I want to holler at or that somebody is interested in me, you know, I can take what I learned and yeah. maybe this one's better. And if this doesn't work, I can take what I learned from them. So by the time I actually do find my person, one, I'm you whole. already known what I'm to do, whole. what not to do, what not to accept, sure. everything. Exactly. And I, I learned, I've learned what I've learned myself more in the process. And I've learned how to be flexible enough to learn, to love different types of people, being open and flexible to possibilities with other people. Mm-hmm. You have to remove the expectation because you can only drive one car at a time. And that car is you. You can only control what you do, yeah. and how you react to certain things. So you can't even plan. You really can't expect a future with someone else because you can, you don't live in their head. You don't make the decisions for them because they may see a totally different future than you do. Right. That is true. So go in open. Go in open, no expectation. All right. See, the, you need to get it out of my head because I can't. Because <laughs> what you were saying, is, it's true. It's true. And I do have this issue 
Um, cause I feel like with me, I don't pull that much. I, like when I say I don't pull that much, that means I don't like, I can get into a relationship or a situation talking to someone. This happens every once in a blue moon. This is not, you know, some people can, can get somebody, some people can break up with somebody, get somebody in the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't get that. You know, I don't, I maybe I shoot. I, it's just, don't attract just that. I don't attract that type, that type of energy that fast. So it's like when I do hop on to something, you know, I need this to at least either last, be a good time. Why do you or need it to last? You're 20, what, 21, 22? How old 22, are you? 22, honey. 22. Like, why do you okay, need to Because, all right, but 30 will be here before. How I many people have you dated? What, you got eggs that's going to try up or something? Oh, not eggs. But it's <laughs> a rush. I mean, it's time. Mean? It's time. I mean, shoot, all that play play until once you get older, it's, it's, it's going to be a wrap. Not saying. You know, not saying that to nobody that's older. Because... What you're talking about. I've <laughs> listen. I don't, I don't know what you've heard, mm-hmm. but I will say, um, the sex gets better. Ooh. The sex gets better. The more you, like I said, life is all about practice, child. Mm-hmm. And all I can say right now is the 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 for me in my experience, mm-hmm. the the over forty crowd right now is. Just... Oh, okay, over forty. Oh Lord! Yeah. Now, see, I do want to start because ha- I'm tired of people my age, or you know, because I do either my age or a little younger, like a, just like a couple ages. Right. But um, I, I I do get tired of like just I'm like child, you need to, or I need someone to. I want to be the damn child in the relationship. I want to be the one that's that's not mature. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get what I'm saying though? I get it. I get yeah. it. Dating outside of Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I like say like that. Have, not the child. You have, you have, <laughs> right. You just have to be cognizant uh-huh. of what your needs are. And like mm-hmm. I said, that comes with, you know, the experience and with practice and dating and, you know, being open to the experience of, okay, well, this may not be a forever thing, but mm-hmm. it's a right now thing. And in, and while I'm present, I just want to be present in this relationship, in this moment right now, and let it evolve into or out of whatever it's supposed to evolve into mm-hmm. or out of. And take my things and go. Because there's some there's there's another destination that's what happened. This is the journey. Yeah, and, and I look at people, yeah. people too quick. I look at people around me, and they've been with people for years, and you know a lot of a lot of uh, well, well I look at my parents as a as a, and that's another issue. That's another problem too. You shouldn't always look like oh your parents did this when you should do it too. Like they got married. Well, they got they were together after the after high school, and then that's when things that's when they started you know to be together, and they got married. They lived together and everything. Like this is like straight out of high school. Me, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be because I didn't have I didn't have a high school sweetheart or college sweetheart child. I'm about to be I'm about to graduate college, so the sweetheart is gone, honey. Um, that whole that whole fling is over, so it is gonna be different for me. I just don't want to get too old. I don't want to say old, but I just don't want to. I don't want to come to a place where I feel like it's too late. You know, that's the, but you shouldn't be focused on being too late. You're 22. Mm-hmm. Right some now, like, but some you're not even like being single. Being in your prime. I know, but some people just don't like you being single. To... Huh? Why? Why? Why don't you like being single? Why don't you like being by yourself? I mean, I like being in partnerships. I think I thrive better on, on teams and and working and building. But uh-huh. there has to be, there has to be some some grounding anchor where mm-hmm. you are. Comfortable. I'm telling you, if you are not comfortable by yourself, if you have not found ways to be comfortable. By yourself, mm. you are not going to be 
happy in a, a, a well or be in a healthy relationship because you're gonna leave room for codependency. Yeah. Oh no no no. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear that, what you're that saying. Emotional, that can be emotional codependency, yeah. codependency, whatever it is. But it's like it's it's nice to yearn and wanting yeah. wanting a partner. I mean, I think a lot of people have that. Most of us have that. Want that connection? Yeah, with but there's also people that's like, okay, yes, I do love myself. I do love, you know, I have loved being what myself for the longest. Some people are just tired of it, and I think that with it's me, yeah. but some people, are t- some people really love relationships. I mean, look, I mean, they, we don't watch, we watch it all the time on t- television. You know what I'm saying? And what we watch, a lot of things what we see on social media, what we see scrolling through Instagram, you know, we want that too. Some people just want that. And some people don't care about like, okay, yeah, well, let's just live it up as because we're young and it's that and the third. Yeah. But some people is we want what we want, essentially. I'm 21. I want to settle down. I'm gonna get mad. Child. Child, I want my own place. I said I have to get out the house before I'm 30, child. Well, yeah, I would agree. Getting uh-huh. your home. Get to get out, getting your own place when you're ready and when you're financially able to do so. Definitely after I get out of college, because I feel like college is definitely putting a strain on that because it's just putting a strain on that. But when I get out of college, child, I don't care. I'm looking. So I'm going to be talking to you later, you know, because mm-hmm. I look, I want to try. I want to do the whole um, paying for a room and stuff like that. Like I would do that. My cousin did it. But the only thing is she's not in college, so she can she can. You know what I'm saying? Like really college work. Mm-hmm. This is about putting yourself in a position where you can start sustaining yourself. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was saying, like for you at your age, like there are so many other things that should that should be more of a priority. And mm-hmm. yes, there's always be a yearning for intimacy and, and yeah. wanting to have those things. But you learn how to prioritize certain needs to where they get met. You're responsible for your needs getting met at the end of the day. You are. You are responsible yeah. for your needs getting met. And you know, as far as building relationships with people uh, or having or having the desire for that, the first thing you should desire is to walk into something whole. Mm. So focus on that and be like, you know, I just want to make sure that I am in a sustainable place for me first. Me first. Let me, those goals that I have, let me try to get that on my own first. Let me get comfortable with me. So when I'm walking into the, this friendship with someone first, um, you can actually, you can, I mean, I want to say that there's like this roadmap to a perfect relationship, but that's mm-hmm. the first thing. Listen, if we can't be friends, then I don't even want to really, I can't entertain the idea of being in a relationship with you. Like we'd right. be lovers, like we just having sex, we just having sex. But building this friendship with you first, um, that means that we are able to support each other. Um, we are identifying each other's strengths, weaknesses. We are developing opportunities for us. We are knowledgeable of like certain threats to our friendship, mm-hmm. you know, what ticks us off and all the kind of things and being conscious of the relationship building aspect of it first. Mm. Um, and that's independently too. That's like, it's an independent thing. That's independent work. And that's the stuff that you're taking away from the relationship. So even if the friendship doesn't work out, you still learn something about how you can move as a person dealing with other people. If it moves into a relationship space, then it's just another level of learning. Okay, how do I how do I operate in an intimate space with a person, just general, not just the person specifically, but how do I operate in an intimate space with a person? What makes me comfortable? Am I you know how do I communicate this way? What are my love languages? Like learning, like it's a learning experience because mm. it may not last. 
but you take that stuff that you learned and you're able to apply it to the next experience. To the next one. Yeah, and it gets and it and it supposedly get better. Now it's, I mean, you're gonna have some that flop. You have some that's gonna be great. You're gonna get your heart broken, and you know things yeah. are not gonna be planned because, like I said, don't create expectations that involve other people because you cannot control what they think or how they do or, or how they act or anything like that. All you can do is, you know, drive your car and uh, you know handle you know your actions. But it's gonna happen. It's just part of the human existence and it's okay to want those things i used to think that i was going to be married at 23 mm-hmm. i want two kids by 25 i know i was going to own a home um by 27 and start selling into my career right um you know i wanted to have by the time i was this age i was, I was going to own three properties um in in you know three different states mm-hmm. so i was like that's what i had planned out for myself 18 19 years years old like that's what that was the plan that was the goal yeah and it didn't it didn't happen that way and there were moments where i was really sad about that like dang i didn't get what i wanted or like you know why didn't i work my plan right or blah blah blah. it was was really it was really sad and then i realized like a lot of the things that i wanted i had kind of put i included an expectation of someone else being there with me to do it and when the time came for certain things like that person didn't act like how I thought they were going to act in my brain. So it didn't work. It didn't work. So I had to realize like, oh shit, this is what I want. Let me stop trying to figure out how I want to live my life with two people right now. Cause I'm so young. I need to figure out what I want for me first. And as I'm on this journey, becoming a more whole version of myself, I'm going to be able to emit and attract someone who is doing the same. And we'll see that there is a, a, a form of um, symbiosis or us creating a symbiotic relationship where there's something for both of us to gain while doing this together. That's mm-hmm. where the, the partnership part comes in. Because when you're in a relationship with someone, you are building a partnership because you're a team. So you love to come to full circle. <laughs> right. You're a team, which mm-hmm. means that you have to be able to communicate with each other. What are your needs? What are your wants? You know, um, not even expectations, but what are your goals? How do I help you get there? How how do you intend to help me get to mine? You know, what are the outs, outside resources that we may need to make this happen? Mm-hmm. What do we have within our reach? Like that is that's the partnership because you once you've committed that, hey, this is the person I want to do these things with because that's the commitment part. I want to. It has to be a desire to want to do it with this person. You know and once you get there, then you can have you can you can start entertaining your options. Like it did come full circle with the whole Will and Jada thing, but you know, they're what keeps them together and they say it all the time is about their friendship. They are mm-hmm. always friends first. And what ties them together is their children, the love mm-hmm. they have for their family. And outside of that, they have built a legacy together um, that will live long beyond them. And so whatever options that they have or resources they have at their disposal to ensure that both parties are happy, that they feel fulfilled and, um, you know, whatever those needs are, are met. Because remember I said earlier, you're responsible for getting your needs met. You are. Even when you're married, your, your needs, if you're not expressing them, and even if you do express them, you're responsible for getting those needs met. Yeah. And hopefully you pick somebody who's interested in helping you get them met 
But if you're not, you still have to get the Met. It's, it still falls on you. Yeah, I know what you're so, saying. Yeah. So do it yourself or, or find the resources to get it done. So, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't rush. You're going to have that yearning. It's natural to have it. I'm not discounting it. But what I'm saying is just don't get, t- don't tire yourself out and get weary yeah. or get out so soon. Um, because this is just the beginning. Like, and I, I hope that you and the guy that you're dating, you know, date for a long time. I hope that it works and it clicks and you get what you desire. But the reality of the situation is it may not work out. And you have to be in a space where you sit back and you take it all in, what you learn from this experience with this with this guy, and how you're going to move the next time. And then it's just you just keep getting better and better. You become a fuller Darren. You become more clear. And once you have clarity of self, like if you know who you are, what you want, what you desire, you're going to attract people who know who they are, what they want, what they desire. And that makes the relationship even better because now you're both operating with clarity, not as cloudy, not so many questions. It's not, you know, not so much doubt and wondering and bumping in the dark and all that kind of stuff. No, this is what I want. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Um, this is my past experience. And you just bounce off each other. And if you, if it clicks, it clicks. If it doesn't, oh, thank you. It's good to meet you. You know, wish you the best of luck and you just move on to the next person. Thank you for your time. It's... Hey, and the whole and the whole time you're just building a better you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Don't get tired by waiting. Take your time. Enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, I have trouble with that. I, I I don't know. I just want things to. We talked about this many times. I just want things to just happen because I feel like um I was so much like a, there was nothing going on here at home and, and stuff like that. And I finally came to college and things changed and I'm just waiting for it to happen and it, whatever it is, I just want it to happen, but I do have to pace myself. I do understand that. And I, I am, I, I do feel like I, I, I can be by myself. Well, I have been by myself. There's no other way. You get what I'm saying? So I'm well aware if this relationship or this person I'm talking to, if this does not work out, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm still, I'm still going to be here. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to be doing my thing until the next thing. And I, and I, and I won't be the type to be like, Oh my God, I'll never love again. Or this and the third, but it will take some time child. You know, you know, I am child. I hold grudges. I'm like, you know, it'll take some time for me to trust. Cause I, that's another thing too. I have trust issues. Okay. Real bad. Get it from my grandfather, but it's just, you know, it is what it is. But I, but I hear what you have to say, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> That's for all yeah. you listeners out there. All the listeners that have the same issues is because you know. Because you know, child, it's, it's okay. I mean, it's, like you said, there's billions of people in this world. I mean, like, you know, there's a lot of single people. You know what I'm saying? I love. A lot by choice, not by choice. This is here nor there. But, you know, I don't know. You may you may find your person, you may not, but it's not. But there's other things in life that you can that 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 can happen. You know, always gonna be in the best version of yourself. Yeah. I say as long as you have friends, like and and I and I started thinking this way too because you know you be single for a longer time. You say you know what you know if this never happens, you know as long as I have friends or people that's around me all the time, you know I think that's good. That that can fill this void. You get what I'm saying? And you and like you said, you'll use other things to to fill certain voids for other things as well. 
I can't get my needs for intimacy met. Like, because you can. Listen, there's a way to do everything. You can, but child, mm-mm. you get creative. As long as you, you be, right, <laughs> child. But thank you for this. We haven't had dog talk in a long time. No, I know. Yeah, this is was... real. Yeah, this is real because I feel like I, this is this is a personal topic. I guess for the both of us. Um, not like saying that the other topics wasn't personal towards us. It was personal towards a certain extent, but this is personal because we are talking to people. Um, and you know, we have these questions, but yeah, you know, it was, it was, I love this. Uh, I love this episode. Actually, we really, okay. For us to be doing this at what? Nine o'clock. It's, it's about 11 now. I know. It's almost midnight. Child. It's a whole new day. It's a whole new day, child. But this podcast it's still going to be up. Oh. It's still going to be uploaded. Cause I got to get up at nine. So right. I'll promote okay. it. Tomorrow, but I'm uploading this shit tonight. Yeah, um, well. <laughs> I've been it all day. Uh huh. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> but like I said, you know, guys, if you're not subscribed to the show, please subscribe to this show. You know, I, I we got a, we have a lot of downloads from last pre well the previous episodes. Thank you so much. I don't know where y'all came from, but please stay. You know, we will get we always give a good show and we always give a good uh, we give good content. Um. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the convo. And I'm your host, Darren Green. I'm Prince Derek Dahl. And this is the Darren Green Show signing out. Bye. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen, there's a reason the ultra-wealthy have been investing in fine wine for centuries. Historically stable returns and a lack of volatility make it stand out compared to traditional assets, especially during a downturn. But now you can invest alongside with them with Vint. Vint is an SEC-qualified investment platform that offers shares of the most sought-after wines in the world. So join the thousands of investors diversifying with fine wine and spirits. Learn more at VINT.co. For full investment disclosure information and more, visit VINT.co.